shoot. Welcome to Liberty FM, the podcast dedicated to all things New York Liberty. I'm Francois and I'm joined by my co-host and wife Felicia. We're excited to jump into this next episode talking about game free win for the Liberty 81 to 65 over the Connecticut Sun. So Felicia, how are we feeling about this weekend's win? We're feeling good. We're definitely feeling good. The Those ladies grind out uh, this last win. Uh, the first half wasn't great, but they picked it up in the second half. They made the adjustments and they got a win. So I'm happy. So let's dive into the first half, which the Connecticut Sun won 38 to 32. Uh, the biggest thing in the first half was definitely the, the turnovers for, for the Liberty, which had uh, eight turnovers to four. And also, uh, a lack of three-pointers. The Connecticut Suns score six three-pointers versus one uh, for the New York Liberty. Uh, Felicia, what did, you, what did you make of that first half? Tiffany Hayes was a problem, definitely, for them. I think the transition defense uh, was also a problem. They started pretty shaky, I think, the first half. You can tell uh, they're a bit all over the place. Connecticut had a plan. And they executed. Um, miraculously, though, I would say the Liberty stayed in the game. I mean, I think they only were up by, what, six points by the end of the first half. So, yeah. you know, it was still good. They still kept it close, I think, by penetrating in the paint. So that really helped them. I think John Cole Jones, she's getting... She's getting her legs under her, but you can tell that it's a bit difficult for her. And then she got into early foul trouble, too. Um, but she's a beast in the paint, as is Sabali when she came in. So I think all in all, even though they didn't execute like they wanted to, um, they kept it close, surprisingly. Well, that's the that's the thing with the New York Liberty. They have a lot of talent on their roster. But, you know, just putting talent on the floor doesn't mean that it's going to click automatically and I think it was beneficial for them to have the full week to train uh, they didn't have any game prior to that uh, since the second game so I think it was good for them to have that time training getting uh, things figured out try to learn how to play together especially on offense but it's gonna it's gonna take some time but with the talent that we have on the team we can make any team pay at any given time uh, we saw with um, uh, Stephanie Dawson at the post. She had a couple of assists uh, to guards cutting to the basket. Uh, and as you also mentioned, uh, Sabali that we uh, will mention later on the podcast. So, you know, struggling first half, but we knew that second half uh, they were going to bring something different. So uh, what about that second half, uh, which was a complete shift uh, compared to the first half? What did, you, what did you make of it, Felicia? Yeah, the second half they picked it up. Uh, you know, especially that third quarter, you know, Brianna Stewart definitely turned it up. Vandersloot, I mean, everyone came in and turned it up. I think it was a complete switch is what they needed. Um, Vandersloot, the general, she took over. It was important for that to happen because I think it got everybody going. Once Vandersloot got going and really pushed the pace, everyone started to pick up. And, you know, I think Vandersloot and Stewart made them pay. Um, with Connecticut double teaming Stewie all the time, it left room for Sabrina to operate and get and get her shots, and so it was a good, a great second half, I think. Yes, definitely. I think like the second half was completely different in terms of intensity, whether on defense and offense, 
And it all started with Courtney Vanderslude. And there was a tweet from Kalia Copper, a former teammate uh, from the Chicago Sky, that really made me laugh when she said that somebody tell the New York Liberty they are not allowed to call Sloot the general without my permission. <laughs> and uh, the general is definitely the term uh, that comes to mind with that player. She was the, the drive of the team, whether defensively, she had quite a few steals. Uh, offensively as well, she upped the tempo uh, very well and distributing to the perfection. That, that was definitely the player that got my attention. And when you look at the stats, 18 points, 10, uh, 10 assists, and 6 rebounds, uh, she was really, really the difference maker, don't you think? Yeah, definitely. I think um, coming into the second half, you know, they definitely made the necessary changes. I think with Sloot and Stewart, they just took over. And between Kayla Thornton, Ionescu, Laney, they just contributed and it, it gave them a, a shot at really putting this game away, which they did. Yeah, and uh, now let's let's talk about Brianna Stewart. Uh, obviously, second game, 45 points, uh, a franchise record. Uh, you know, obviously, she's not going to have a performance like this every game. And the focus on the Connecticut Sun was definitely to try to slow her down in the first half. We saw a lot of double teaming, a lot of pressure. Uh, she couldn't really find a rhythm and, and score as much as she wanted to. But the third quarter, uh, she scored 11 points out of the 21 points in that third quarter. And definitely, like, you know, get got the liberty going. What did you uh, What did you like from, from Brianna Stewart in the second half, in particular that, that third quarter? I mean, she's a superstar, you know, so no matter what you try to do to her in the first in the first half, you know, slowing her down, she's going to keep driving. She's going to keep, you know, attempting to make her shots. She is a consummate player. So I think she was more aggressive. Um, I definitely think uh, she made Connecticut pay with the double team this time. She was well aware. I think getting it back out to to Vandersloot and they just moved the ball well. You know, I think all the players, there was total movement. You know, I think the first half, it was very static, just no movement at all. And this one, everyone was moving. And so it got someone open. Typically, it was UNESCO, but it got someone open. And so I think, you know, Connecticut had to pick their poison when it came came to that third quarter. And unfortunately for them, it was Stewart still getting her points, but also UNESCO started to warm up, heat up in that in that quarter yeah and uh there was a an interview that she made um not too long ago to promote a new uh puma shoes that uh really got my attention she was uh she was asked about her wingspan and comparing it to players in the in the nba and i think like she had the same wingspan as joel Embiid. Uh, she had a, a a longer wingspan than michael jordan and and that really showed uh in the game on saturday um, the number of steals that she had, I think she uh, broke her record with six steals, uh, really disrupting uh, you know, the flow of Connecticut's offense. That was the one thing that, that really impressed me. And we know that Sandy Brandillo is all about defense and that things will, you know, they will figure things out on offense as the season goes along. But that, that was really what impressed me, her activity on defense, the number of steals, or the blocks that she had as well when uh, they were trying to get into the paint. Uh, that, that all started with that. And uh, as you mentioned, 
uh, one player that benefited from uh, Stewie's, uh, you know, passing and and creating space was definitely Sabrina Ionescu. So we we've been at Liberty Games for the past two seasons now, and and we saw that teams started to double team Sabrina and put a lot of pressure on her uh, in in previous seasons to really disrupt the Liberty and successfully, you know, at times. But now we have Courtney Vandersloot, Brianna Stewart, that can help Sabrina being that second guard and just focus on on scoring basket. And she made them pay. Like, what did you what did you make of Sabrina Ionescu's performance, especially in the second half? Yeah, in the second half, she was great. She was fantastic. I think yeah, her role this season will change a bit because again most people are going to go, I think most teams are going to go after Brianna Stewart because she she can shoot three, she can get in the paint, she's aggressive. So they're going to have to pick their poison on who they're going to double and the, the likelihood it's going to be Brianna Stewart. But you can't rule out with Sabrina UNESCO, UNESCO moving all over the court. She's going to get open and she doesn't always have to shoot three. She's also good in the paint at times. But, you know, I think... She made them pay. Some of those threes were way outside, and they were com- They were going down. So we have a great team, and we have a great team of shooters. I think in comparison to last year, you felt like it was all on Sabrina. And, you know, unfortunately, Lainey was out for most of last season, so she didn't have that second person. She had Johannes, but, again, it was really all on Sabrina last year. So... You know, this time around, she has a general. She has a superstar, Brianna Stewart. She has a general in Vandersloot. So she can relax a bit, and she doesn't have to feel that pressure of carrying the team. Now you have, and not only those 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 people, you also have John Paul Jones. And when she gets her legs under her, mm. they're going to be a beast. They're definitely going to be the team to beat in this league. Yeah, and uh, there was a, a funny moment during the game. Uh, we had uh, Mikhail Bridges from the Brooklyn Nets that came to uh, see for the second time the New York Liberty. And uh, Sabrina tried to pay tribute to his three-point celebration. And I think she got a little mixed up. She uh, pointed out four points and then realized that she did it wrong and then changed it to three. Yeah, but she, uh, she just got to practice. She just got to <laughs> practice, Mikhail. <laughs> You know, I think, you know, she'll get it. If he keeps coming to games, then she'll she'll get it down. She she probably needs to have a chat with him, really practice <laughs> what's going on there. But it was a funny moment. It was, it was cool. You know, it'll take some time. Or she'll figure out her own her own thing. So. Or we could argue that maybe those those baskets should should count for four points. I mean she said that, you know, it could be a four point a four point player right here. But that that would be for another topic of a conversation. Now let's let's talk about players that, you know, you might not see in the highlight reels, but I felt were really, really strong and brought you know, brought a lot to the team. Benija Laney and Kayla Fortin. Uh what can you say about Either of those players. I have to say, um, Thornton and Laney, they're the anchors of the team for sure. I think, you know, they definitely picked it up the second half. You know, Thornton came in after uh, John Cole Jones got into some foul trouble there. And they performed well. The stat sheet's not going to show everything. Um, you need them for defense. Um, Benajah setting the screens, creating space, and just even getting her own steal and, and a bucket there. You know, I think they did great. And so 
you need them. You need them to be those disruptors on the other side of the court, which will create those turnovers. And then Stewie, Vandersloot, Ionescu, and even, I mean, Thornton and Laney are still a threat offensively. But, you know, you don't necessarily need them to be that offensive threat. You really need them to be the anchors on the defense. And mm. they played with high intensity this game. So they did They did really well. Yes, and Sandy Brandello in the postgame conference did mention Benajah Lini and Kayla Foran as the core of the defense. That It starts from them, and she thinks that they're going to have an important role on that team. And when you look at the stat sheets, Kayla Foran was plus 19 while she was on the court. That is very impressive. And I think what really got my attention was when Brianna Stewart uh, was asked about Kayla Foran. And she said that when she found out that she was um, part of the deal and traded to uh, the New York Liberty, she was really excited because she was like, well, you know, I'm glad she's on my team and that she's not gonna defend on me anymore. Which shows the respect that Brianna Stewart has for her and how crucial she's going to be for the New York Liberty. So I cannot wait uh, to you know continue to see her uh, bring that energy, that defense, that rebounding. I mean, she was on, she was at every every rebound. She was everywhere on the court. I mean, you know, she got some points in there too. She definitely had a few cuts to the basket. That was real great. I think, you know, she is going to be that defensive powerhouse they need on the court, and you can tell when Sandy was in the press conference, how happy she was to mm, talk about Kayla Thornton. Definitely. You know, having that plus 19, she was the highest for anyone in the plus minus on the team. So, you know, she is crucial. Her and Benajelani are going to be crucial if they're going to make a run at a championship. You need them. And, and they're also threats offensively. I mean, don't sleep on these ladies. You know, mm-hmm. even though they're going to be the anchors, they can get shots up too. So I'm I'm really happy with how this team is looking. I know it's going to take time for them to completely gel, but just seeing what they did in the second half really impressed me. Yeah, definitely. And the word is is team. Uh, Sandy Brandello uh, said that she's going to need everyone on the team. Uh, it's you know they need everybody uh, to get where they want to be. And and she did say that she tried you know, in the training camp to try to get everybody involved and make them feel important. And there was one player that I was really, really excited uh, to see play, uh, and that's Niara Sabali. Uh, from, you know, I've been following her since the uh, Oregon days uh, with Sabrina Ionescu and her sister, Satu Sabali. So I was really excited to see what she was going to bring to the, to the table. Obviously, she had a lot of injuries in her career, uh, and she had a tough you know, path to recovery. But I think one of the greatest things uh, while she was injured was the fact that she was able to be an assistant coach at Sacramento State. And she said recently uh, in an interview that you know her being an assistant coach really helped her to analyze the game on a deeper level. And she also had time to, to watch uh, the Liberty games uh, last season and analyze their plays and see how they do uh, things. So that's my take on, on Savali before this game. But what did you make of, of her performance in the first WNBA game? I mean, you can tell she was locked in from the moment she hit the court. And, you know, all the things that she did prior to coming to the Liberty officially, 
it, it paid off. I mean, that girl is explosive. Mm-hmm, um, she is. And she is quick. I, I wasn't prepared for that. And I, I was really, really impressed with how quick she was, especially on defense. You know, I think she was at the three-point line defending, and, and then she got right back to the paint within, mm-hmm. like, a second. I was yeah. like, I don't even think I've seen that in most NBA players. So, you know, she is going to be another threat um, right behind John Cole Jones. You know, it it she... She is going to be. She's gonna have a good year. I think she's yeah. really gonna have a good year. Yeah, definitely. It's it, it was it was a joy to see her on the courts and the way she she was able to read the defense and cut to the basket and and you know she had a couple of post moves. Uh, that that was great. I'm I'm really looking forward to see her development and and how things are gonna play out for her this season. All right, now let's let's talk about another bench player, Anshu. Uh, obviously, uh, Saturday uh, was uh, Asian Heritage Month celebration for the New York Liberty. And uh, as we entered the, the Barclays Center, they, they gave us a, a poster of Anne Shu. So she was the, the, the poster girl of, of the event. Um, but obviously, we, we kind of feel conflicted uh, with, with Anne Shu uh, not having a lot of playing time uh, so far this season. And very interesting. At the end of the game, there was about I think one or two minutes left. Uh, the fans started chanting a names. Uh, we want Anshu. We want Anshu. Um, what 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 did you make of that? And what is what is her role this season? That obviously is might be a little different compared to last season. I love Hanshu. I think she is obviously a crowd favorite. We were in the stands and the chant. I mean, it was loud. You can hear it even when we watched the game back. You can hear it on the television. And I think, you know, she is just a player that you know she's still growing. You you forget that she's only what twenty two years old. She's still super young. So. I love Hanshu. I would love to see her out there more. But I understand that, you know, for Coach Prandello, that she has to get those starters to gel. Mm -hmm. She has to get that team locked in. And they have to be, you know, they have to be together. So, you know, for Hanshu and others like Willoughby, they're going to probably sit the bench a lot more this season. You know, it was great for her to come in and get a bucket, and the crowd went hysterical. It was loud. But I also realized, you know, they were up by 15 points. Mm -hmm. It was like a minute and 20 left in the game. They were up by 15. Why not put her in? The only thing is I realized, too, is if this game was a lot tighter, if they were only up by two or four points or something like that, I don't know if we would have seen Hanshu. Mm. I really don't think Brondella would have put her in, no matter how loud the chance got, because it's about winning this game. Every game counts. You cannot just throw a player in just because the crowd wants them, no matter how well loved they are. She has a system, she has a plan, you gotta respect it. You know, hopefully Han will get more playing time. You know, maybe they'll have some more games where they're up by a lot, but you know, I think I just don't want Han to become a gimmick. You know, I don't want mm. her to just come in because the crowd, and I don't think Sandy will give to the crowd every time. Mm. I think this mm. was a one time thing. You know, they were up by a lot. So, you know, but I love Han, and I think she should get more playing time, but I think unfortunately this season it's going to be quite difficult. 
Yeah, I, I think last year nobody expected uh, Anshu to progress the way she did. Um, you know, her level last year was phenomenal. Her shooting was off the chart. So, and obviously, like you said, like, you know, very easy to, to root for her. She's, uh, you know, so likable. So you, you can understand why the fans, um, you know, really like Anshu. But where's the progression is going to be for her this year? Um, obviously, she didn't get a lot of playing time so far this season. So uh, her natural instinct was to take those uh, three-point shots um, that didn't, uh, you know, didn't get in uh, in, the, in the last game. But where, where else can she contribute? I know she mentioned that she wanted to have more block shots this season. Uh, maybe try to work more in the paint. Uh, uh, we saw that the basket she scored uh, in this game was, you know, taking an offensive rebound and scoring uh, on the inside. Uh, it's going to be those things like where I feel like where can you contribute because, you know, the roster is so stacked that it's, it's going to be hard for for her to, to find a place. But I really hope that she can figure things out and that, you know, the assistant coaches and Brandello can, can help her uh, to make that leap because obviously everybody wants to uh, uh, wants her to succeed and everybody's rooting for her. So, so it's going to be interesting. I know she's a good shooter. She's definitely a good um, three-point uh, shooter, but she needs to be in the paint. She is taller than everybody mm. else on that court. She needs to be in the paint. And I think, you know, obviously, you know, we don't know how much time she'll get on the court this season. But if anything, you got to get her in the paint. She cannot be... For me, I just felt like she does not need to be on the three-point line. Mm. Like, she needs to be in the paint and just dominate. You are the tallest person on that court every time. Mm. Like, they can't touch you. And so I just think... You know, if we if they can play to those skills in the paint, she will be a huge a huge help. But you know, people like Jones, Sabali, their 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 post moves are just strong and mm. powerful. And I don't know if Han really has that yet. She can definitely get there, but her height alone, she she just has that advantage. So I think you know, it's not all about height, obviously. But if they can get her in the paint and feed her the ball in the paint. She'll be a powerhouse too. Yeah. So overall, a great win against the Connecticut Sun team that was undefeated this season, and we know that was a very, very physical team. So mm-hmm. definitely a great win that is going to boost the morale of the team. And next week is going to be a tight schedule. I think they're playing uh, on Tuesday uh, in Seattle. Uh, it's going to be the first game back uh, for Brianna Stewart in Seattle. Uh, then we're going to have another uh, game where, uh, you know, Courtney Vandersloot is going to face a former team, the Chicago Sky, on Friday. And then we'll go back home on Sunday against the Sky again. And maybe, maybe uh, Marin Johannes yes. uh, will make a comeback to the team. We, we don't know yet, but it looks like it's coming coming soon. She is going to be, woo. I don't know. I'm ready for those passes, those lightning passes that some of those teammates weren't ready for last year. We'll see what happens this year. But, you know, she's definitely coming off a high um, with her team, Lyon and France. You know, they won um, their big championship out there. So, you know, I think she'll contribute. Um, you just got another great offensive powerhouse in Marine Johannes. So I'm excited to see what she can bring as well 
and also helping Vandersloot out. You know, when she needs a bit of rest, Johannes can come in and, you know, also play point. So it'll, it'll be good. Yeah, we'll see. Well, thank you so much for uh, listening to our podcast. We'll be back next week to uh, cover the free games that uh, would have taken place this week. So thank you for listening. And let's go, Liberty. Let's go, Libs. Let's go, Libs.